Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral, simpler communications. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. So welcome back to another week of the Screen Addicts podcast. Today, we've just got myself and Anthony the Rook with us. Uh, TJ had some scheduling conflicts and he couldn't get it around to seeing this week's feature presentation on time. This week, we'll be talking about the movie Race, a 2016 film about... James Cleveland Owens. There you go. Jesse Owens and his uh, Olympic uh, uh, heroism is what it is, yeah. is what it is. The 1936 Olympics in Berlin. Absolutely. They shoved uh, it up Hitler's ass. Absolute heroism. I can't, I don't got anything else to say. At the end, I was getting choked up. You know, I never, I never seen it. So I was like, I, I didn't even know it existed, honestly. Oh, no, I didn't. I actually didn't either. I Googled summer Olympic movies because we said we wanted to do the Olympics because the Olympics is going on right now. And it actually turned out today is the 85th anniversary of his gold medal, the 100 meter yard, uh, 100 meter dash. That's awesome. That's not a lot of race. That is, that's, uh, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Uh, obviously, I think uh, the critics and the audience score was not as good. Uh, obviously, didn't get any Academy Award nominees or anything like that. I mean, I mean, obviously, there was, there's glaring faults in the movie. It's not like the best movie ever, which I get, but it was enjoyable. It's a good enough movie where you could, could definitely sit there. For the uh the, was a two-hour movie enjoy it and not be like bored or anything at the end I, I, I was i was content i love the relationship between him him and his uh his coach played by jason sudeikis yeah who i'm pretty sure that he and ed helms are the same person yeah so you tweeted that I yeah like, i tweeted it too so you can see like <laughs> i'm pretty sure jason sudeikis and ed helms are the same exact guy i will say this jason this is jason sudeikis i've never seen them both in the same spot of you I've actually, uh, actually, I'm trying to think if they have been. Maybe like an SNL episode. Like kind of like it's kind of like Batman and Bruce Wayne. True, it's true. But I, actually, this is Jason. You don't have story. evidence that they're not the same person. I don't. I'll find. I'll find it for you. Though, I bet. I bet there's they're in a movie. Oh, they're in a movie together. What? Uh, what are the, we are the uh, we the what the Smiths? We're the, the Millers. Millen Millers. Ed Helms is the bad guy. And Jesus what? Is the, yeah. He's a protagonist. So why I, look at it, I would say this is Jason Sudeikis' first dramatic role. And I think he was actually pretty good in it. I actually enjoyed his character, um, which interesting fact about his character. So Larry- So Sh- he is in that. Yeah, Larry Snyder, uh, before we go back to that, Nick, Larry Snyder actually is not, um, there's not a lot of like historical references to him, like his character, his, how, he, how he acted. So Jason Sudeikis based it off of Gene Hackman and Hoosiers. 
and Kevin Costner in Bull Durham. That's what I was his inspiration for Larry Snyder. Interesting. I can't, I really can't see either. Only, 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 I think the only similarity between Gene Hackman and Hoosiers and him here is the, uh, is the hat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and as far as Kevin Costner is concerned, I mean, well, I didn't get that either. The only thing I could think of is, is, is being, being talented and ha- having had that skill set, looking and, at somebody who's, who has it now. Yeah. And watching them and being like, listen, I, I didn't make it. So you bet like the scene in race where he's drunk or he's drinking after when, when Jesse says he doesn't want to go. Yeah. That, um, yeah. And, and he's just like, you have a chance. You don't even know. And he's, it's kind of like that scene where Kevin Costner confronts nuke and he's like, you got $16 million arm and a 10 cent head. You know, yeah. this one arm is worth more than every bone in my body. And he just pisses it away. You know, yeah. and, and that's the only thing I can really think of. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's where they, they get that from is from maybe. that that from that aspect of it. But I thought he was pretty good in that scene. Um I know. like the um the whole how come you didn't tell me you had a daughter? Yeah, yeah, I like that too. He's like he never asked. And then he did it back to him later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. They 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 had a very good back and forth. Yeah, I think they had a good chemistry as both uh, as actors, and they, I think they really did portray those. Roles. I mean, it's weird because obviously Larry Snyder, you don't really. There's not really, like I said, not much about him and how he actually was, mm. as opposed to uh, Jesse Owens, who's the, who was the main. You know, obviously he's the main character here, but without Larry Snyder, he's not there. Um, so it's just it's just it's interesting. I think the way they did it was. I think they portrayed it great. I thought it was a good portrayal of both both characters. I um. If, if if Larry Snyder wasn't really like that, I hope he I hope he is just because at that time some of the things that uh, Jason Sudeikis attributes to him being like standing up for Jesse, yeah, um, saying you know that he doesn't care about race and he just wants to be good, you know, and that th- we need more people in the world like that. And mm-hmm. if somebody could watch that movie and go, I agree, then maybe that's one more person. Yeah. So, you know, the part at the end after Jesse Owens is already a gold medalist. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's so funny is I was watching the movie and there is that bit where he's like, we're really going to go participate in Germany where they don't treat their people like equals. Meanwhile, our country doesn't. And we have very similar problems to that now uh, or yeah. complaints about that now, I'd say. Yeah. Um, as I sat there and I watched it, I thought to myself, you know, athletics and, and celebrity are, are important things in America because if you are a person who is sheltered and is not exposed to a lot of different people, the only encounter that you may have with a member of the uh, of a different race could be through uh, celebrity, entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. If that person doesn't have a positive effect on you, then you may not have a positive idea about that race in general simply because you've never encountered them. Yeah. But that scene at the end where the little white kid goes up to Jesse Owens and asks for his autograph. The fact that Jesse won and won four gold medals. That kid may have grown up to become racist. I don't know. But in that one instance, right there as a child, he didn't look at Jesse Owens as Jesse Owens, a black guy. Mm-hmm. He looked at Jesse Owens as Jesse Owens, an Olympic gold medalist and an American. And that may have changed his outlook on black people for the rest of his life. Yeah, because of that one interaction. Well, I will say the thing about Larry Snyder, where you're saying that you hope that he was a man who did stand up for 
for black people at that time because obviously there was still a lot of segregation in America. There's still a lot of racism. I mean, there was there was there wasn't a lot of there was there was, there was yeah. That's what I'm saying yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, I guess one part is I looked it up was like Cleveland at that time where in the beginning they had the bus segregated. At that point in Cleveland, it probably wouldn't have happened because it was north. More that would have happened more down south. Actually, right. Cleveland was actually a very racist city up until the late fifties. Um, because the the conversation about Jackie Robinson, they always talk about Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson. The second um, black player in baseball was Larry Doby. And they actually said that he had it worse because the National League cities were actually more open toward integrating and stuff like that than the American League ones like Boston. And uh, at the time, South Side, like White Sox side of Chicago was worse than Cubs side of Chicago as far as uh, racism was concerned. Cleveland was very bad, but Cincinnati was not. Um, the Bronx was very bad, but Brooklyn was not. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you think about where the Yankees play at, it's more north, more north, north of, at the time yeah. that was little Italy was over there. You know, the, yeah. the Bronx, little Italy, yeah. uh, a very Irish and Italian neighborhood, mm-hmm. not so much black. And like now today it's Puerto Rican and black, but at the time it wasn't. Yeah. So yeah. Racism well, in the North was very strong up until, up until like the fifth, the late fifties into the sixties, where there was a little bit of a change, not a crazy amount. I'm not going to sit here and yeah. try to make it seem like it was honky dory, um, but it wasn't as definitely not as bad as the South, but yeah. not what we think of when we think of North versus South today. Yeah, I would say maybe my source got it wrong, but they were saying that at that point there wouldn't have been segregated buses in the North. But there may not have been segregated buses, but the sentimentality. Oh yeah, there. no, the same racism. I'm not saying there's no racism up North compared to the South at that point. But I was just saying the segregated buses, they said that, that was that was like factually incorrect. But I will say, so Larry Snyder was actually one of the first like coaches to use black athletes at Ohio State. I don't know if that was across college, but it definitely was at Ohio State. That's why if you see the scene when with the, the football, with the football players coach, in, all the football players are all white and they don't use any black athletes. So he says something about it too. Maybe if you let black guys play, they wouldn't be running track. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he says to him. And that's um, yeah, that's a that's a big key there too. So I think Larry Snyder definitely was more progressive than most of those people there. And then obviously, bless him. and obviously every time he, he always, there was always issue. He always set up for, for Jesse dropped the entire movie, including at the very end with that scene where they're like, just dinner's for him. He's like, I wouldn't have went, uh, you know what though? I, I, that's what separates somebody like Jesse Owens and Jackie Robinson and Larry Doby and Vic power and Elston Howard from somebody who's petty like me. Yeah, like and that's they a, had class and I don't. And I would have told everybody to go fuck themselves. And they knew that there was more important things in the world than that. And even Joe Lewis, like they talk about Joe Lewis in the movie and yeah. you're watching. And you know, what was great was they're all sitting there watching the, listening to the Joe Lewis fight on the radio and the white people are cheering, cheering for Joe Lewis too. So I want to talk about that. Cause obviously there was the, the possible boycott of the Olympics by all the countries. Then, you know what though? I, in, I did a little research on that too. Apparently that's every year. <laughs> if you look up Olympics and put a year, it'll say boycott of this year's Olympics. And it's every four years, some country is boycotting the Olympics. There you go. All you right. froze again. All right, you're back. Do you know why I froze? I was talking about the World Cup. Uh, the, <laughs> Soccer uh, shut you down? Yes. Yeah, it was a FIFA. FIFA shut me down for talking shit about how the all the controversy and the bribery to get the, the World Cup in, into Qatar. Is it Qatar or Qatar? Qatar. Qatar. So it's in Qatar. And that's, I know people were wanted to boycott that as well. So that, it's always happened when these big, you know, committees get together and they pick a city and then there's always going to be a boycott. So what did you think about that? I don't, I actually was trying to look up if whether that story was true about 
Avery getting the uh, the construction deal. That was true. It is true. That was actually, actually uh, I did a re- little research about Brundage, and it seemed like he was, it was. They made him out to be better off than he actually was as a person. From what I read, he was actually a Nazi sympathizer. I wouldn't not a sympathizer, but like a supporter supporter well yeah i guess so more than a sympathizer though. more than a sympathizer yes yeah, he nazi. agreed with them he's like a fuck he is a fucking nazi then basically. Uh, uh i mean unaffiliated yeah yeah so that scene where he brings him up to that shit didn't happen that didn't happen that shit didn't happen they said it didn't happen and they actually said there's actually a conflicting stories about whether or not hitler actually stormed off and if he actually snubbed him. so they apparently said that during the 1936 olympics they said in order for us not to boycott it Hitler either says that uh, congratulations to every medal winner or he says congratulations to no medal winners then. So it was all or nothing. It was no, you could, you know, get up or whatever. So they actually have stories of Jesse Owens himself, actually, that he actually had acknowledged by Hitler. Yeah, which is actually kind of cool because the that image of him getting the medal is like exactly like the image. I mean, they, it's like, like a spot on spot. Isn't that a stamp? It might be. It probably is. I mean, I'm going to be surprised if. I know Jesse Owens has a stamp. Is it that? Is it that though? It, it'd have to be because that's like the famous picture of him there with the you know the, the wreath on his head, the towel underneath the, the sweater, yep. holding the plant, and then saluting the flag with the big USA. So that's it. it was, I got chills. Yeah, it was. I got chills. It was. So this was also. I looked it up. There's a website that I always look up when there's when I watch when it's based on a true story. It's history versus Hollywood, and they tell you typically whether or not it's it's, it's a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whether or not it's factually true. And like, I'm looking at it, and like every single one of them was like, is this, did this actually happen? Yes. Did this happened. Yes. So it's actually pretty factually correct. And that could be attributed to the fact that his daughter has actually helped out with the screenplay of the movie. Well, that's good. Um, so I, I would assume that's what it's attributed to. Um, also, so this is pretty cool. So Stephen James, the actor who plays Jesse Owens, he actually won Best Actor for the Canadian Screen Awards. I saw that. Uh, worst part about it is they got an American hero played by a Canadian. Canadian, yeah. That that broke my heart. I was like, you couldn't find a black American to play this guy? Damn. Yeah. Well, the original role was supposed to go to uh, John Boyega. Oh, yeah? Star Wars. And he turned it down because he got the opportunity to, to be in Star Wars movie. That's all right. He's not American either. Can we? Can, yeah. There's no good black people in America? Damn it. Could have had like... Find, uh, we had to go find Drake Jr.? <laughs> Damn. I'm trying to think of like a good uh like American actor that could have played Jesse Owens. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, that's true. Michael B. Jordan, he's a very good actor. Michael B. Jordan could play anybody, anything. Play anybody. Michael B. Jordan could be James Bond. Michael B. Jordan could be the Terminator. All right. He could be Superman. I don't Michael B. Jordan can be anybody. I would watch Michael B. Jordan in a life uh, a biography, a bio, a biopic about Bill Clinton. And he could play Bill Clinton. <laughs> All right. Probably could. Michael He's B. Jordan is amazing. Actually, that actually is a pretty good casting call. Uh, like an other way if you wanted to get an American. Is he American though? He's Michael American. B. Jordan? Yeah, just yeah. Make it- Yes, he's American. You're just making sure because I, I don't know. I couldn't tell Stephen James was Canadian while watching the movie. I looked it up. <laughs> well, you know now I got to double check to see if freaking Michael B. Jordan's American. I'm pretty sure he is. You know who else is in this movie too? The uh, 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 Jeremy Irons. He is. He plays obviously plays the uh, the German Nazi supporter Avery yes. Brun- Br- uh, Brundage. Is that his name? Br- Brundage, I think his name is. Yeah, Brundage. yeah. Michael B. Jordan's from California. He is okay. That's a, that's a, 
Um, Hanging out in Creed, man. It's what it's what's her name from Game of Thrones, the Red Witch. Are they call Red Witch. Yeah, the Red Woman. Who's she play? The the she filmographer. Plays, yeah. Really? She's the yeah, director. Yeah, she plays the director. I love the relationship. Speaking of that, I love the relationship between Luce and um and Jesse Owens, which is also a very factual story. It is, learn. and and. It's sad how things ended for him. Because it cost him his life, basically. But he was a righteous man in a world of of non-righteous people. Mm -hmm. Um, He did the right thing, too. And uh, God bless him. Wherever he is, he's a special place in heaven for people like that. Yeah, and he was actually an incredible athlete, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At that time. Also, I I wanted to look up. I looked up what the his time is for 100-meter dash. I think think in the movie it was like 10.1. Yeah, uh, I was actually watching this movie when I was watching the replay of the 100 meter dash today, uh-huh. Olympics, and to win that race you could be at 9.8. So I mean, not not terribly off from what he where he was at. So he probably still would have been pretty competitive. I mean, they also so, have so much more technology now too. I so like better. Shoot. I actually read a, a little science about that, and they said yeah. the fastest man in 2012 was uh, Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. And then they did the side by side and they said, basically, if they ran side by side, well, not side by side, but if they, if you put their runs on top of each other, yeah, like Jesse Owens would finish his hundred meter d- dash 14 steps behind Usain Bolt. Wow. So right. A lot. <laughs> Which is a lifetime in, in sprinting. Yeah. Still fast. It's still fast, but yeah. it's a lifetime. They, I mean, then they go also just, the part where Jesse Owens is digging a hole to put his foot, uh, Usain Bolt doesn't have to do that. And the yeah. fact that he uses those ash blocks to start off of, if Jesse Owens had those, he would have finished one step behind Usain Bolt. And they did some weird mathematical um, yeah, they thing where they were like the transfergence of energy through the foot and yada, yada. And they were like, he would have finished one step behind Jesse Owens. Add in the, or, or you know, excuse me, he would have finished. Jesse Owens would have finished one step behind Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. Like add in advancements in technology, clothing, and the track that you run on. Jesse Owens is faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, he was at 10.1 with shitty ass cleats, dirt running on dirt. <laughs> the dirt. Do they run on dirt anymore? No, they run on like the hard like whatever, like that ash, a rubberized clay thing. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. And then you got to figure, yeah, the clay blocks. The fact that he digs his feet in. The clothing he's wearing. That's what he said. They said the clothing, the, the light clothing. clothing. Slows you down. He's like he's wearing like a like a basketball. Wool. He's wearing wool. Yeah, like wool during it, and like and the shorts too. So I mean, he's got to be wearing either wool or cotton. Yeah, there exactly. there was no other material at the time. No, and you say both of these skin tight clothing. And I wonder what the height. I wonder what the height is between Jesse Owens and Usain Bolt. That helps. Advancements in in medicine, treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh just shoes just watching prefontaine and watching bill bowerman and shoes invent running shoes yeah like shoes back when jesse owen ran when jesse owens ran the bottom of your shoe was one piece right the reason that um nike is such a big deal is because bill bowerman invented waffle shoes waffle shoes what that does is it allows your shoe to bend because the the rubber is not the same depth across the entire length of the shoe so mm-hmm. it has built-in bend points as opposed to previously where it was all one solid piece of rubber where there was no bent in bend 
Like your shoe couldn't do like you could take your shoe now yeah. and just bend it directly in half. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do that with a shoe made 60 years ago. No, it'd probably snap in half. I'm trying to find well, my damn running shoes, but they're not in this room. They're at work, I think. While we're on the uh my running shoes are over there, but I'm not gonna get them. Um <laughs> they uh stick the shoes. I'll, uh, I'll, oh, is it, I pronounce it right. Adi Dossler. Dossler. Is, He's wearing Adidas. Adidas. He's wearing Adidas, basically. But they actually weren't Adidas. They were... Um, yet, but it was Dossler Brothers Shoe Factory. That's a one little snafu in the movie as well, where he says, I'm looking for Adi Dossler. Yeah. Adi, Adolf Dossler, and Rudolf Dossler were brothers that owned the Dossler Shoe Company yeah, but in he 1936. Says, he says the Adi Dossler. Right. Yeah. After the That's war, they got into a fight. Uh-huh. And they founded two separate companies, the Adi Dossler Shoe Company, Adi Das Adidas, right? Yeah. It's not all day I dream about soccer, and it's not all day I dream about sex. It's the man's name, <laughs> Adolf Dossler, Adi Dossler. And they were both SS Nazis, by the way. Oh. His brother, well, Rudolf. Wasn't everyone in Germany? <laughs> no, nah, not everybody. No, they, not I can't remember which one, but one of them was like an, an extremist. Like he hated oh, really? Jews, and his brother, Rudolf, founded Puma. Oh, really? So they yes. both came... Uh, and they opened factories across the river from one another, and the people that worked through those factories were like gangs. And they were like Adidas bars and Puma bars. And if you were an Adidas worker and you walked into a Puma bar, they they beat you to death. Because the competition... <laughs> with, it's like that Twix yeah. commercial where left yeah. is looking across it's it. Right, the same wrong. shit, except it was real, and they killed each other over it. It's like gangs in New York, but in Germany. That's very crazy. Intense so, stuff. To move on... Um, just to go on to the one of the parts of the movie is the the Big Ten track tournament, which is referred to as the forty the greatest forty five minutes ever in a sporting event or in, in sport ever. Basically, he wins the what I think it was the four events, uh-huh. um, the hundred hundred yard, two hundred yard, the long jump, and the what is it, I guess was the relay again, or he won another. No, race? he didn't do the relay. That was in the Olympics. He did uh, the long jump, the hundred meter or the hundred yard rather. Um, yard, the 200 and I can't remember the fourth. Oh, the hurdle. Oh, the hurdle. Yes. The hurdle. And he won all four of those nets and within a span of 45 minutes. Right. Which is, which is insane. And then what's really crazy is, uh, Ulysses, Ulysses, um, Peacock, Peacock set the, the world record and 15 minutes later, Jesse Owens broke it. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy thing. That 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 was was like I set the record, and I was the world record holder for I think he says ten minutes or fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then Jesse Owens broke it. Broke it, and I don't know if this is fact check because the movie shows it where it took over a couple, seemed like a couple days between the hundred meter, hundred yard, hundred meter, uh, the long jump, and the two hundred yard, and then obviously the relay. But they said he actually won those three medals before the relay within an hour at the Olympics. Really. That's what, like, that's, what I, that's what I read. So think about it between the 45 minutes, the Big Ten track tournament where he you know, breaks world records, wins four championships there, and then wins three medals in an hour in the Olympics. Which the is, greatest two hours in the history of freaking athletic competition. People, this guy's life, two hours of his life is like more than people's lifetimes. You know what I mean? We're definitely more than mine, that's for sure. Yeah. But that, that is pretty cool. But I, I like the scene where he's first going into that, uh, the Olympic Stadium. Where I thought they the, did a great job with the CGI for the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that whole thing, the the CGI, him walking into this tremendous stadium, and this like, and it brings you back to that point where early in the movie, where um, uh, Jason Jacobs is telling him, "Focus on me, focus on me." 
So you see like this whole grand scene going on, but all the focus is just on Jesse. So everything's out of focus and it brings it back to that, that callback early in the movie, just focus on what you have to do. And you can see yeah. it where he- Everything else is just noise. Exactly. And, and it's, it's, you see him like getting ready, digging the hole, and you don't see anybody else around them getting ready. And the next thing you know, he's getting ready for the race. I know that was just an incredible scene because it's, you have him walking in, he's looking up the Hindenburg's over, flying over him over the stadium. I don't think that was the Hindenburg. No, it was. It says Hindenburg on it. Does it? I looked it up too. It says uh, the Hindenburg flies over in the beginning. Uh, when he first walks in. And it crashes into New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Hindenburg actually factually flew over the stadium, but in the oh. movie. Oh, okay. In the movie, it says Hindenburg on. I don't know if that's factually correct that it flew over the Olympic Stadium. What if that's the company that makes those blimps? I don't know. I actually don't know that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If, I'm not a blimp person. I don't know enough about blimps to, to, to you know, decide that. I don't either. I really don't. Um, but, but yeah, that's a, that's an interesting fact there too that they put that in there. But that was I thought that was an incredible scene. Yeah, absolutely. One of the one of the knocks it gets too is actually the um, the actual sporting events. People wrote like in some of the reviews I read, they don't like the sporting events when he's running and stuff. You he looked awkward. Yeah. Yeah. When he was running and in the beginning and Jason Sudeikis is like timing him and they're like, he just ran a, uh, a, a 10, one, 100 meter, uh, 100 meters. Yeah. And the other coach is like, yeah. And the other guy ran it in nine something. And he goes, you do realize that a meter is further than a yard. Right. I really, I really enjoyed like the, the, Oh, talking about the events, not looking in the beginning when he's running um, and, and, doing his first run with Jason Sudeikis and he rips him apart and tells him that his start is sloppy and yada, yada, yada. And he's too tall. He comes up too tall too early or whatever it is. Um, he looked so awkward running. He looked yeah, really yeah. bad. Like, and they're like, he just ran a 10, 100 meters. And I'm like, no way in hell. He didn't even look like he was moving that fast. Like, yeah. like I'm all for like, you should have at least sped up the film a little bit and made it look like he was going fast. Cause he, looked I think like he, was they, going I think he kind of did. I think they sped up to a point where it didn't look too fake. But like too bad, you know what I mean? Like, because it does look like he is moving a little bit, but it looks very awkward. Just um, the rest of the movie, I didn't notice it as much, but that scene where he's running by himself. Well, because he's running by himself and he's coming across, they show the whole body. Yeah, it looks really bad. Runs, it's usually like the the chat, like the waist. Yeah, a forward shot. Yeah, forward shot, waist up, and it's not as bad. But yeah, yeah, that that was was bad. That That was was really bad. Yeah, that was one of the major knocks on is the uh, the sporting events. They didn't like it was as. They didn't look genuine. Yeah, it's genuine. I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, for the movie, I mean, that's pretty much it. What's perfect. your what's your rating on that one? I'm gonna give three and a half. So I don't think it was perfect. I don't think it was terrible. I'm gonna go three and a half. I'm gonna go three and a half as well. I felt like there were some parts of the movie that were superfluous. Uh, the relationship that he had with the other girl, uh, the relationship with his with his wife, what didn't seem all that like it wasn't a major plot point, but they tried to throw it in there anyway. I guess they um, wanted to show, like, his life. Besides. He does have relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, if they were going to do that, I, I honestly, let, let's just throw that out there. He was married to Ruth Owens for, like, up until his death, from from the, from the 36 until his death. They got married July, I think, July 5th, in July 5th, 35. Yeah, right before he left. Like, and, uh, and they were married until his death. So, you know, they were married for 60 years, something like that. Or, oh, 50, 50 something years. Yeah, she died in 2001. 
There it is. I knew she died. I knew somebody died in 2000 something. Yeah. And then Larry Snyder died in 1982. But, uh, but yeah, they were together for a very long time. I mean, then again, their generation, you got married and you made a commitment and you stayed there. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but if they were going to talk about that, I mean, they should have added something more than they had a rocky pre-marriage situation. Like other than that, like other than that, like, Really, there was really no need to add that at all. That yeah, little guess, minute of doubt. I guess maybe just to give the story. I like think it, I think that that scene. I think that scene added more to his relationship with Snyder than it did with her. Which scene was it? Where where he's having doubts about his relationship, and and his coach comes over to him and says, "Listen, you know, I'm sure who the girl you're hanging out with right now is a fine woman, but uh, and I'm not here to judge you. I'm not gonna judge you, and uh." You know, but here's what I did in my life and how I messed things up. And then he goes, "You didn't tell me you had a daughter." He goes, "You didn't ask." And they they, they flip it on each other a lot in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess that makes yeah. It probably was more of a to show it to further that relationship with him and his it, coach. It it built his coach's relationship with him more than his yeah. wife's. But there's yeah. other ways to do that other than bringing up that one ugly part in his marriage. I think we as a people need to focus more on our similarities and on our differences. Exactly. Uh, look at look at Snyder and um, and Jesse. Jesse is a black guy, young guy, but they, they both like track. They're both mm-hmm. pretty damn smart, excel at their positions. They both have families. And I think they both noticed qualities in one another that they, they both had. Yeah. As opposed to focusing on the differences, which, yes, of course, there's going to be many differences of how they were raised and uh, their, their likes and dislikes. And, but there's going to be things that are similar. And I think that's the things that we really, as a people, need to focus on. That that there's something about us that were that you know uh, what what was interesting for me, us as kids, you know, growing up when 9/11 happened, everybody was American, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it was us against the world, and and we've lost that over the last 20 years. We've lost that, mm-hmm. um, and I wish we could regain that, but not through some sort of tragedy, but through some understanding, some sort of happiness or joy, where we can all look at each other and just freaking throw a high five at one another. Like, yeah, listen, we could be worse. We're at least we're American. <laughs> That's what yeah. we could say, but I mean, we'll see. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah. There's a lot of healing that, that needs to be done. Yeah. On that note, I think it was a good sentiment to end on. Absolutely. Uh, this was great again, again, Nick. I enjoyed going over this movie. Hopefully we'll figure out next time's movie. I don't know if we have a theme, but we'll just try to throw someone out. One of the sports movies. And if any of you guys have suggestions for me for us to review, just, Leave it in the comments or tweet at us at uh, Score Addicts Pod on Twitter. Absolutely. Thank you again for joining us at Screen Addicts. We appreciate you being with us this time. And uh, if you get the opportunity, watch Race 2016 movie uh, about Jesse Owens and his race for four Olympic gold medals in 1936 against Nazi Germany. Thanks for being with us. Please like, share, and subscribe. From all of us over here at Screen Addicts, we wish you a good night. Stay rock! Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's winter time. When temperatures go down, 
the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.